once again for yet another episode of the Sorrow Eternal podcast. Here for your entertainment. Uh, yes, this will this will be. Oh my God, the episodes just keep racking up. This will be episode one hundred and three. Wow. Uh, we didn't do one last week. No, we did skip last week. We, sorry. And I I think in my head I was okay with it because I really wanted people to digest. The Barn of Devastation story. It, it was worth a second listen. Right. So if you haven't listened to episode 102, I suggest going back and doing that. Definitely. Uh, one thing you'll notice, uh, you've probably noticed on the way in to this podcast, uh, we have some new theme music, uh, which is going to be, I will say, semi-permanent. I'd yeah. like to keep it as long as possible. Uh, music by the great Scottish band, The Massacre Cave, yeah. uh, from the island of Aig. Egg. Uh, yep. Uh, we'll talk more about them a little later on, but the track you heard coming in is uh, the intro to the song Fighting Giants. Uh, so that is going to be on their new album. You can actually hear that on their SoundCloud page in full with vocals, etc., etc. Uh, but anyway, so since we didn't talk last week, we didn't speak, we didn't, uh, we didn't do anything at all. <laughs> Literally, we just sat all all week long. Uh, We have some stuff to catch up on. Uh, I just want to touch very briefly on a couple of the reviews. Uh, Last week, we had the... Well, we didn't talk about the Locrian album. Okay. uh, Which is a really cool album, and I'm probably going to bring this up again later on, but... Uh, I think this is an album that everyone should check out, even if you don't think you'll like it. I think you should check it out because it's this weird uh, black metal experimental avant-garde. It's a mess. It's an absolute mess, but in the best possible way. Uh, It was one of those albums where I heard it, and the second the last note ended, I clicked on my web browser and went, okay, let me buy that, (laughs) Uh, which, you know, that happens, as as you know, more than anybody, Um, but... It was it was very strong. Wow, I gotta have that. Yeah. Uh, so I suggest checking out their new album, Infinite Dissolution, uh, which is available on their Bandcamp page, and you can get it through the Relapse uh, web store. Uh, I actually ordered the Electric Blue. You already vinyl. just took the question right out of my mouth. Electric Blue vinyl, uh, but definitely check out that album. You probably won't be disappointed. I can't say you won't be for sure because I don't know you. That's what the probably is there for. Yeah, probably. Uh, also, last week uh, was another great album and another one of those ones where the album ended and I didn't even know what to do. <laughs> and I'm assuming the name of the band is pronounced Wilderun. Uh, it's actually a really crazy, like progressive folk metal band, but they're from the U.S. Whoa! Right, we we do not usually uh, input into the folk metal world because we just don't do it. Usually, it's Icelandic death metal. Well, you know, it's well, it's you know, European folk metal yeah, from all yeah, over yeah. Europe, and they they seem to have a stranglehold on the folk metal subgenre. But uh, these guys are from the Boston area, cool. and it's one of the best folk albums I've ever heard. Wow, that's a bold statement. And I, I say one of the best albums I've ever heard in the folk genre, period. Wow. I'm putting the period on it. You saw <laughs> I literally pointed my finger down at the table to denote a period at the right. end of that sentence. It was a very final, final gesture. Right. It, it was. It's an incredible album. The name of the album is Sleep at the Edge of the Earth, which is a name that I really liked. Yeah. It had artwork that I really liked. So you were sold I was, from the beginning. Well, I was not sold. I mean, you can't be sold just by looking at the artwork, but I was intrigued. CC very intrigued. Uh, and 
it did not disappoint. One of the one of the best albums of the year, without a doubt. It's right now. I've been trying to keep this running tally to make my end of year list a little easier, and it is currently in the top five. Wow. Yeah, so there's that. Uh, uh, then this week, we had a couple more reviews. No. Uh, yes. Uh, very quickly, the band Year of the Cobra from Seattle, Washington, is actually a two-piece band. And when I found them and started listening, and I read two-piece band, huh, that's a two-piece band? <laughs> I thought maybe there were only two people in the band, but they recorded multiple parts to make the album. No, it's just two people. Really? Uh, and I'm under the impression they are husband-wife, I think. Okay. Same last name, I guess, but uh, uh, it's drums and a bass. Interesting. No guitar, just drums and a bass, and you don't miss the guitar at all. You don't miss anything at all. Wow. Uh, she has a great voice, so her voice is like really kind of doomy and like very Black Sabbath-like. Uh, and I know you know who Black Sabbath are, yeah. even if the children you deal with don't nope, know who Black Nope, apparently they're from the 1450s. Yeah, uh, no Black Sabbath, that band yeah. from the 1450s. Uh, but definitely check out the Year of the Cobra. Uh, it's the Black Sun EP, uh, which is available on their Bandcamp page as well. Look at Bandcamp. I love Bandcamp. Bandcamp is great. Uh, but the major review, uh, which was, I was very happy to finally get this album in the inbox to to get to, uh, was the new Ghost album. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a short time, they were Ghost BC for legal reasons, but that is no more. There is no more BC. It's just Ghost. Okay. Uh, so most of the people know who Ghost is at this point, like them or not, you know, you know who they are. Uh, they have crowned their new lead singer, new in quotes there, because it's the same guy. They just changed the costume. And right. So it's, uh, Papa Emeritus the third. I love it. Yes. Uh, and so he and the nameless ghouls of the band, uh, which by the way, quick tangent, apparently Dave Grohl is rumored to have played drums for them live at some point. Interesting. In the costume and everything. Interesting. People are like posting videos of, you know, well, that's obviously him playing to look at the style and it very well might be. I don't know. But either way, neither here nor there. Uh, but the new album comes out this coming Friday. The name of the album is Meliora and I was excited for it. And I'm not, I'm not going to going to fool you here i was never a huge fan of the band uh when i heard their first album opus eponymous mm-hmm. i believe eponymous yep eponymous there eponymous you go. sure we'll go with that uh i didn't love it I, I i just didn't love it and then i saw them live i saw them open for opeth and by the time their set was done i was a fan because of the dedication to the character like when they're on stage, it's a whole stage show. Like it's it is this black mass going on, and he is in character the entire time. He's speaking to the crowd in character. He's like he sings the songs in character. He every hand motion is in character. He is Papa Emeritus at that point. It was Papa Emeritus. I, I think it was the second at that point. It was right after their second album came out. But he's so dedicated to the craft and the theatrical nature of the performance that I just I was sold. I think when you have something like that going on in your band you have to sell the character you have to be you have to embrace it otherwise what's the point of even starting something like that right but a lot of bands don't yeah and i'll point to a story in the the documentary metal a headbangers journey they're talking to alice cooper and he's talking about like the norwegian black metal bands and how you know he'll be on tour and he meets them and they're always like, oh, hello, we're really big fans. Here's my mother. And they're, they're not about what they, you know, they're not Satan-worshipping right. weirdos. They're all just really normal, and they go on stage and put on the face paint. So they're not selling characters. They're just, you know, dudes in a band. Yeah. Ghost is has sold the whole performance where you know exactly what you're going to get, and 
it's really good. Now, uh, Slayer guitarist Carrie King uh, basically said that he likes the theatrical nature of Ghost, but thinks there's no substance behind the style. And I can see that. And, I mean, I can't really argue either you like it or you don't. Right. But this new album, I think especially, really, they do a really great job balancing the two sides of the band. Uh, the song From the Pinnacle to the Pit, which was one of four songs they released before the album came out. Really strange decision. Right. I mean, the album's ten tracks long, and you've basically released ten tracks long, two tracks are interludes, like one minute long interludes. So really, it's so eight tracks. You've released half of the right, album you before. Gave, you gave 50% of your album away. Now, I think my only disappointment in the album is that those four songs are probably the four best songs on the album. Yeah. Probably. Maybe there's one that might not be. But... The album on the whole, really, really well done. The production was really, really great. Uh, lyrically, very dark. And they're one of those bands that can make really dark lyrics sound really cheerful and happy. <laughs> uh, the the last song on the album, he's you know talking about how the world is going to end. And, well, you're just doomed to stay here and burn with me. But he's delivering it in this way that could be like in a Broadway show. And you're like, oh yes, my God. stay here and burn, motherfucker. And you're like, yeah, I'll do that. I'm sold. <laughs> I'm sold, sir. Yes, sir, Papa. Uh, but yeah, really great album. And I would definitely be interested in seeing them live on this, uh, this tour, uh, in support of this album. I, I would definitely be interested in that to see where they go. But if you haven't, uh, checked out any of their catalog, I suggest doing so. But I also suggest watching videos of theirs, like performance videos. Yeah. Because I, I think that would do a better job of coming across as what they're doing. Right. Uh, so that kind of covers the reviews. Uh, there will be more this coming week, of course. No. Probably two. One on yeah. Monday and one on Thursday, as is the tradition. Um, but last week, this past week, we didn't have a feature. Uh, I had to recharge the mental battery there. But the week before, right, we had a feature. And uh, it was about that band, The Massacre Cave. Ah. And I I will say that I'm actually sitting here at the desk in the office, and right next to me here is the piece of paper mentioned in the feature, the letter I oh, received really? from the band. Oh, crap. There it is, piece of paper. It is, uh, it is basically a, a press kit, as you can see, a one-page press kit, uh, and also the nondescript CDR. Oh, my God. Uh, I actually kept the envelope and everything because it was, uh, well... If you didn't read the feature, I'll just recap it quickly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when we started the site, it was 2011, and getting promos is not you know the easiest thing when you're new. You have to kind of just go out on your own and find stuff. And over the course of time, you know, we got to be close with some labels and with bands and digital promos. I mean, yeah. you see the our email account is flooded, absolutely flooded every day. I mean, it's probably all toll sometimes a hundred promos a day obviously yeah. we don't review most of them right. some of them are awful um but that's neither here nor there so we uh we got an email in 2012 so about a year after we started the site i think it was march 2012 if i'm not mistaken yes march 2012 uh and it's a band from scotland called the massacre cave and they're like hey we want to send you a promo I'm like sure you can you know emails digital copy of this email like well no we want to send you a disc like Really? Are you sure? <laughs> so they did. They sent us a disc, and it's a nondescript white CDR. Yeah. Not even a brand name on it. 
and uh, a little one-page thing, and here's the the envelope with the Royal Mail stamp on it. So cool. And it's one of those things where it was it was really cool for us. Yeah. Because this was the first like physical piece of anything we had gotten, you know, having to do with the site. Right. Uh, so we got it, and it was their first EP, the Ninth Wave, and it was awesome. And I I I would say I'm a fan of theirs. Still to this minute. Yeah. Obviously, their new song is awesome, as you heard in the intro, and you will hear more in the outro. Right. And, uh, but it's just a really cool thing for us to, to get this. And, you know, even since then, I think we've only gotten a couple of physical promos since yeah. then. One of them went almost immediately in the trash. <laughs> I won't say which one that was, Aww. but it was, it was awful. Uh, but anyway, so the feature was about, you know, the Massacre Cave and the band, and uh, it's two brothers, Ben and Joe Cormick. And uh, they did an interview with us uh, yeah. at some point. Yeah. Uh, and when we did the interview, we typically send, you know, email the questions and we either get back written responses or we've had a lot of bands in the past had recorded audio. And in their case, we really wanted audio and they did not disappoint. So usually we would get it back and we'd edit together like we'd record us asking the questions and edit together with their answers. So it sounded like a cohesive back and interview. forth. Yeah. Right. Uh, but when they sent it back, it was really long and like they rambled and it was awesome because it was just, it felt really personal. Like it right. felt like they were just talking and it was really cool. So we left that alone. Uh, so right under this podcast on the page, I'll post the interview. And I you- would, I would say any communication we've had with them right up until talking, getting in touch with them about using the, using the, the their music. And, yep. They're so personable and friendly yep. and, yeah, they're they're doing things. You know, it's a it's a difficult situation that they're in because they're on this island off the coast of Scotland, and you know, boats to the mainland aren't all the time, and right. it's, you know, it's, it creates all these problems. Again, read read the feature, listen to the interview, and there's so much really to digest there. But they're just they're doing things so well, and if you go on their YouTube channel, you can watch like uh, you know, he, oh, we came up with this song, and they play like little bits of songs together. And it's just like one camera in a room, and they're jamming to it, and it's really cool. Uh, but definitely check them out. I think that if you're a fan of, I don't know, progressive metal, even thrash, I mean, there's there's a lot of styles kind of captured in their music. So I would say check them out. They greatly deserve the listen. Yes. So go do that. Right now. Pause this. Go listen. Come back. <laughs> no, don't pause this. <laughs> After this is done, you can go listen. Uh, but anyway, so that's, you know, the Masker Cave. Right. And they have a new album slated for this fall. Yeah. And of course I will review it when it, uh, when it arrives and we will, we will probably talk about them again and again and again and again. As much as we can. As much as we can. As much as relevant. They are on, there's probably a list. I don't ask me to name the list, but there's a list of 10 bands that I've dealt with numerous times in doing this site that I would plug every minute of every day yeah. if I knew it would get them somewhere and a lot of them I do even when people don't listen to me mm. <laughs> they don't listen to me uh, so anyway oh boy so the massacre cave uh, so now Rachel I, I wanted to prepare you for this and uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about this a little bit but there's one uh, album uh-huh. that I haven't reviewed and I don't think I'm going to review okay uh, but you've been listening to yes and I've been listening to and I think it's an album that everyone should give a real in-depth listen to I, I would like to say that that's a semi-regular occurrence here is that you just hand me CDs you don't tell me anything about them sometimes you don't even put the name on it and you tell me to just go listen yes well there's a reason I do that I mean I don't need you to know who everything is I just want you to listen with no you know without 
Without a bias. Without a bias, without yeah. prejudging. Because if I hand you something and say, oh, it's catatonia, you're probably going to go, ooh, it's catatonia. And then I'm just going to assume I'm going to like it. Right, exactly. And I don't want you to assume anything. I want you to listen to it. And I feel the same way. I've never listened to this artist before. Yeah. And this was uh, an introductory for me. It was very interesting. It was uh, probably nothing even close to what I expected when you handed it to me because it doesn't sound like anything you've ever given me before. No, probably not, because it's unlike the music that I've really heard before. Right. Uh, so we're talking about the new album from Chelsea Wolfe. Uh, the name of the album is Abyss, and this one came out last week or the week before. Uh, but my only experience with Chelsea Wolfe before is a song she had done with the band Russian Circles on one of their last albums. Oh, okay. Uh, so that was my introductory uh, jaunt into her right. into her voice, and her voice is very interesting. But the album itself, you know, this is her band, her album. Yeah, uh, it's really strange. In in in, the, in a good way. In a really good yeah. way. Uh, her voice is incredible, but it it's I it's like completely different half of the time. I think she has like three different voices that she uses throughout the whole thing. Well, you said in one part what it sounded like she had like a cold or something. But no, I said it sounded like she had strep throat, but I want okay. to amend that and okay. say that it sounds like she's talking through one of those voice boxes. Maybe she is. I don't know. It's crazy. That's entirely possible. Her voice is... The only words I can really come up with are chilling and haunting. Yes. Like, it's one of those things where if you played that in a haunted house... I was going to say that. Yeah, you'd probably scare some people, but not. Be, she's not screaming. She's no. not growling. It's she's, just... Ah, oh, man. Ghostly. Yeah. It's like she's singing from the other side. Kind of not not that I'm comparing her to Lane Staley from Alice in Chains, but she has that a very similar quality in her voice, that weird yeah. quiver in her voice that I, I have music that I listen to based on the weather. So like sunny day music or whatever. And I would say that any time there is a thunderstorm, I would be listening to this album. Right. And it makes perfect sense because it's just one of those albums. Yeah. Uh, so if you haven't already, my suggestion would be for you to go listen to Chelsea Wolfe's Abyss. And now I feel like I'm going to have to work my way backwards uh, and go through her entire catalog yeah. because I'm just I'm so insanely curious as to, you know, what all of it sounds like. If it's always sounded like this. Right. That is, that's exactly what I want to know. Yeah. Is this what she does all the time? Because if it is, I think I'm going to be collecting yeah. a lot of Chelsea Wolfe material. Uh, so, I mean, I've given you a lot to listen to this yes. week. So all of you, your homework is to listen to Chelsea Wolfe, to listen to <laughs> The Massacre Cave, to listen to Locrian, to listen oh to God. Year of the Cobra, to listen to Wilderun. I mean... Is this grad school? What the hell? It basically is. This is, uh, you know, heavy metal grad school. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. And that's that's kind of caught us up on the last two weeks worth of stuff, minus all of the news. A uh, couple things I'd like to mention before we go. Uh, the new Mirker album mm -hmm. is now streaming in full at uh, Revolver Magazine's cool. website. Uh, I will be waiting until official release on that one, I think. Yeah. Unless I do get the promo, which might happen tomorrow. I'm not sure. Don't get too excited. I, I'm trying not to get myself psyched up, but uh, I, I just don't like streaming albums. I, yeah. I don't like, you know, for one song, fine, I'll check it out. But, uh, you know, I don't like streaming albums unless I know where they're coming from. Right. Uh, but you can check that out at Revolver. The odd album comes out on Friday, this coming Friday, as does the new Ghost album. Comes out on Friday. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that uh, pretty much covers it. Sums it up. I think that sums it up. Cool. 
So uh, we'll have some more reviews this week. We will have, uh, I'm sure, a ton more news this week. Yep. Uh, if you follow us on the various social media sites, which I'm sure at this point, if you're listening to this, you probably do. I would hope. Uh, but feel free to follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Twitter. Twitter. MySpace. Tumblr. Tumblr. We get a lot of followers on Tumblr recently. Yeah, weird. With very strange names. Uh, but I don't I don't know. Whatever. I think uh, most people on Tumblr have strange names. Yeah. I mean, not us. We're just sorry, Eternal. Right. Uh, but make sure also if you follow us on Facebook that you do click the little thing that says following so we show up in your feed. Yes. Uh, we don't blow up your feed. It's... Uh, Once a day. Maybe twice. Usually twice during the week. Yeah. It's usually like an album I'm, I'm got on downstairs. And, right. Uh, in the lower office. In the lower office. Um, and then, you know, the review or news brief for the day. So yeah. make sure you do that. And um, yeah, you can catch this podcast. Obviously, you're streaming it now uh, in one of two places, I assume. Either SoundCloud through our right. site or through Stitcher Radio. Seeing as we still haven't heard back from iTunes. And maybe I'll check that. Maybe just see yeah. if we popped up on there randomly. Yeah. Because that would be interesting. That would be cool. And if not, we'll resubmit that until we get on iTunes because... Uh, we'll flood them. We'll flood them, yes. <laughs> Literally. I'll have to see where else we can submit it to. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that way you can listen to it wherever the hell you want. Whenever the hell you want. Whenever the hell you want. Uh, so I guess that'll wrap it up this week. Uh, go do your homework and <laughs> we'll be checking back with you next Sunday with many more things to talk about. More interesting tidbits. More interesting tidbits. And uh, in the meantime, thank you guys once again for listening, and let the Masker Cave uh, take you out.